big weekend of harness racing starting tonight with the great Southern Star for the Trotters. And then it's Sir Victoria's Premier Harness Racing event, the AG Hunter Cup. And Darren Carroll, our form guru, joins us. G'day, Das. Morning, Gareth. Yeah, very exciting uh, weekend's racing. It doesn't get any better for the harness racing enthusiasts. So... For Bet365, the world's favourite online betting company, make sure you gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. We might start with the Trotters tonight. And the Great Southern Star's unique, isn't it? Like, the Elite Lop is the biggest trotting race in Europe, and they have a simpler. Well, they have the same format where you compete in the heats at the start of the meeting, and then you have a couple of hours off, and then you compete in the final. So that's what we'll be doing tonight. Um, I love the format. I think it's... They've, they've done it the right way by changing the way that they go about choosing the barrier draw. In previous years, the fastest heat winner would get to choose their own barrier, which meant the best horses usually had barrier number one and it was not much of a spectacle. But now it's a random barrier draw in a way. They do the barrier draw like the Cox Plate, so it's intriguing in itself after the heats. Um, and I think this year's event is wide open. It's, it's a fascinating race. And in the first heat, which is race number two, Bet365 has, in fact, it's race number three. Bet365 is Chinese Whisper at $8. Plymouth Chubb at 11 Sleepy at 11 um, Queen Alita at two thirty, the favourite. And then the Inter champ, Just Believe, at $3.20. Hopeful Beauty at $12. I'm all over Sleepy each way here, Daz. I think she can find the front and be mighty hard to catch. You've been on Sleepy all week, Gary, Gareth. And, um, yeah, look, it all depends on Chinese Whisper a lot. Um, got really good gate speed, but can be a bit iffy at the start. And barrier one might be a bit tricky. So a lot's going to be depending on that. I couldn't put you off, Gareth. Uh, good price. Um, I like Queen Elida uh, just because I'm a little bit concerned about what happens at the start. But, um, yeah, each way all day for yours and go for it. In the second heat, Mufaso Metro, Justice says if he gets out like he thinks he can. He wants to hold the front. Majestic man, Brad Williamson, he, I don't think he knows how to sit in the breeze in Australia. He just, he's relentless. He just wants the front. He's a very aggressive driver, which is unlike the Kiwis, really. Um, $2.40. Majestuoso at $5. I'm ready, Jet at seven fifty, And then Elder Baron Seuss at $9. Sundown's Courage at 10 Loxley Lover was a good effort the other day at $16. Um, and your horse don't care at 50 to one's had a little bit of backing. How do you assess this race? Um, I think this one's got more depth, Gareth. Um, yeah. It's going to be interesting because this is the second heat and the way it works is the top three from each heat automatically go through and then it's the next four based on their gross times. So what happened last year was in the first heat, the top three went through, but in the second heat, the next seven went through because their times were overall quicker. So the seventh horse went through. Um, so probably the second heat get an advantage because they know what times they've gone, but also because there's so much depth in this race, I can't imagine it being run at a slow tempo because, you know, you can't afford to be relying on running fourth or fifth. You have to try and run top three to qualify, but you have to try and win $50,000 races as well. But this has really got, um, amazing depth to it. Um, for me, Majestic Man made a real statement last week. Um, I think he's clearly the one to beat, um, through the whole series, but it's really barrage or dependent because there's so much depth in it. Like if Aldebaran Zeus had had a good draw, then he'd be well in the market. Um, yeah, really, really good race. But I think the safe way to go would be Majestic Man. I'm with you. I think um, Brad Williamson doesn't know how to sit in the death, so he'll just keep putting the pressure on until 
John relents and says, okay, you can have it because I want to get through. So yeah. that was my read on it. Um, I'm hoping my horse don't care runs a really good race. I think he's silly odds at 50 to 1, but that just goes to show the depth of the field. Yeah, it's hard to pick the winner of the Great Southern Star because you just don't know the Barrow draw. Spot on. Um, yeah, it's going to so, be so dependent. Yeah, so at the moment for the Great Southern Star and the feature event, I would, if you gave me 50 bucks, I'd have 25 each way on Sleepy. I think she's a wonderful would price. That be for the final. Um, no, j- just for that first heat, eleven dollars yeah. will do me. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I can't, can't go against you, but um, yeah, I, I would think logistic man very hard to beat. Yeah. What about um, the AG Hunter Cup? You've got some wonderful stats since this race became a mobile at Melton. Please explain. Yeah. It's really interesting. I mean, so since two thousand and seventeen, the Hunter Cup has um, gone to a mobile. So previously a stand start event. So since that time. We've had six runnings of the event over 2760 metres, and we've also had two inner dominions over the same distance during that time. So it's rare that we run over this distance here. Um, so it's important to have a look at the data, and you know the data doesn't lie. So the last four years, leaders have won. Prior to that, the Death Horse won, and prior to that, behind Leader won. So the last six years of the Hunter Cup, we've had nothing outside the top three in the run. And then if I go back to the two inner dominions that have been run during that time as well, um, we've had a leader and behind leader win those races. Average price of those um, eight editions, $5.13. So they haven't all been short price favourites or anything like that. Um, so really, really interesting data that to me says you just got to look at the map of the race and that is critical and you just got to try and get that right. I think in harness racing these days, there's so many short course racing and 2,200 metre racing that when they get over a longer trip, a lot of the drivers are too scared to use their horses up at the start. So what we've seen in these races over the longer trip in previous years is that they've been walking in the early stages and then basically they're just making it a 2,200 metre mile race and then they put the foot down in the in the last 16 to 2,000 metres, which makes it impossible for the horses to make up ground. That, that Sydney into Dominion just over a year ago is a perfect example when they went home in 53 seconds. Yeah, you could use that as additional data if yep. you wanted to. But you know, this data is telling us, Gareth, that we've got to be all over the on-speed horses. And, you know, we might be looking at things like um, the New Zealand have drawn the back um, Old Town Road, but it's been backed into $9. Well, the, the stat said it can't win. You know? I've just it's got a feeling, however, Daz, that you have to, like, if you... Analyze, say, last year's um, Hunter Cup, we had the King who had an easy lead. And then you yeah. analyze the Inter Dominion and you had Acknow that was drawn to lead and he walked to the front basically because Honolulu Bay didn't come out. And there yeah. were no horses to Acknow's outside um, that knew that they could cross him if they put the foot down. Yeah. But listening to Jason Grimson on yes. SEN's Giddy Up, our show, of course, yesterday, saying that Jack Trainer's got permission to have a fair income crack in the early stages, knowing that, well, if he doesn't get to the fence, he can't win. And uh, the Prince is on notice there with um, Spirit of St. Louis. So if we see some fireworks there and Blair Orange, knowing that he has to get out of the gate, we copy that to be in front of a horse like Expensive Ego. Finally, and I'm praying this happens for the race's sake, for the sport's sake, that we get a little bit of fireworks in the early stages. Drivers need to know, if you don't have a crack and try your luck in the early stages, um, then your miles will go home. If you don't come out of the gate, you can't win anyway. So Jack Trainers, yeah. he'll have a crack, which I think would be good for the race. And it could work or it could not. Um, but yeah. 
Um, at least he won't die wondering. Yep. But it's my job, Gareth, to try and determine how I think the race will be run, and that's how yep. you know, I will bet accordingly. Yes. Um, um, yeah, it's not not that easy, but um, yeah, they got to drive to win. I've got to try and map it and uh, predict the winner based on that. So, how are we going then? What are we doing from a punting perspective in the um, well, this year's into the not into the Minion, the Hunter Cup? <laughs> well, I'm going on the history, and um, I'm I'm actually mapping the expensive ego goes three fence, Gareth. Um, there you go. I think that if they've said that they're going to drive it quiet, there's no better spot to be than three fence for that horse if. The stable mate wants to hold the lead, which you think it would, would be Spirit of St. Louis. So my map is Spirit of St. Louis leads, Hurricane Harley's in behind the lead, Expensive Vigo goes three fence. And then copy that works to the death once they've all had a little bit of a play early. Um, and then they just control the race from there. I don't see any other moves in the race. I'm not sure that Rock and Roll Do's going to come and make a move. So therefore, where's the tempo in the race? I just think it's going to be completely leader dominated. And for that reason, I'd be suggesting take the box trifecta one six eight nine, and uh, we'll go purely on the history and, and the map of the race. I'm really keen on Honolulu Bay. I think you'll win this year. There you go. Yep. So, you, yep. Look, um, if there's speed on, like you're hoping there will be early, then it gets something like him into the race. But I think you'll probably settle one out three back, one out four back in the run. So he's going to need something at some stage. What about outside of the Hunter Cup? Do you like anything on Saturday night? Um, look, a lot of our listeners, Gareth, will be um, will be gallops punters and, and keen on the gallops. Yeah. Um, I'll be instructing them to be to be watching races three and four at uh, at Melton. You'll see the future of our sport. Um, you're going to see Captain Ravishing and Catch Away in separate races. Yeah. These are both unbelievably talented horses. Um, we can get a dollar seventy eight for the double. Take the double. Yeah. Um, and cheer on and watch probably the new breed of our sport and also highlights the, you know, the standard breed and how fast they are now. Um, these are two really, really quality horses and I think you can get dollar eighty odd the double, just do it. What about um, Tough Telly? She's a moral, isn't she? Yeah, I would have thought so. It's the first leg, you know, a bit of a hiding to nothing, um, the quality leg. I found one in the last race I really liked, Gareth. Yep. Um, this ticks your boxes. Um, race 10, number two, what did you say? Um it loves to lead, so it's got one job at the start. That's just to make sure it holds out by our time earlier on. I think it will. Uh, the last seven times it's attempted to lead all the way, it's won on six of those occasions, beaten okay. once. Right? The distance suits, the class suits, it's in form. Um, it just ticks all those boxes we like. So um, race 10, number two, we've got to be patient, but what did you say is the best of the night? My there? only concern, see Bell's become... He's driving like he's a he's on a, he is, he's yeah, he becoming not a pest. He's a good kid, C Bell, but he's becoming a nuisance on horses that can't win driving them in like their their motor cars. So hopefully Lady Lani doesn't become a pest there. Yeah, um, well by our time's probably got the gate speed to to shield it early. Um so I thought that they were the two that would probably contest the lead early. Yeah. Um it's a tough horse. It's not a speedy squib. What did you say? So, yeah, I like it. All right. We've got to get to the news, mate. But I think um, one for the each way punters there, Muckenbar Diva. I thought it was a good run there the other day. You get $23.420 in that opening race at Melton there tomorrow night. But, um, yep, can't wait for it, mate. Should be an absolute beauty. Thanks, Gareth.